0: Welcome to another episode of Today's Tick. My name is Trent Scheideker, I'm a chiropractor, and I'm also an advocate for chiropractors who locate, analyze, and facilitate the correction of vertebral subluxation for the better expression of the body's innate intelligence. Each week we like to study in an inspiring principle, question, or chiropractor to help you acquire today's philosophy science, and art of chiropractic. Thanks for investing your time with us as a student of chiropractic. Now let the class begin. We are back with another Today's Tick podcast. And I have a very, 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 very special friend and mentor and colleague with us. And his name goes by Joe Strauss. And for those who are not familiar with Joe, we are um, sitting in uh, front of his blue book collection. I think that's how most most understand him um, or have been introduced to him uh, as an author of many books, um, but I uh, was introduced to him uh, not just by the books, but by his practice in Pennsylvania as well. So we have a conversation that should uh, open up the eyes for those who have never um, been able to uh, pick up one of his books yet. and and uh, really kind of get a background of uh, who Joe is and where he uh, came from and where he was trying to take his love for the, the profession through uh, writing and through education and really just giving it back to as many students like myself at the time. So um, without further ado, welcome, Joe. It's great to see you. It's great to have you here.
1: Well, it's good to be here and it, <laughs> it's good to uh, to speak with another Northwestern graduate, uh, I, I do speak regu- on a regular basis with another North, Northwestern graduate who is practices, now practices in Montana, and so we communicate uh, uh, back and forth uh, between Pennsylvania and Montana, so now I'm, I'm communicating back and forth between Pennsylvania and, uh, and the, the, the area in uh, Minnesota that you're in. Uh, so that that's really really great to do that, and uh, I hope that that uh, uh, that more people get an opportunity to to see uh, what you do and what you're presenting and how you're presenting chiropractic, which uh, people are going to find that, that very much like the way I present chiropractic, and and that that should be interesting. And I think for for no other reason than the fact that chiropractors will say well it's just not that guy in minnesota who's practicing that way or that guy in in uh, pennsylvania who's practicing that way but there's more than one chiropractor and i think there are a number of us around the country who practice chiropractic and maybe around the world and uh, it's it's good that uh, that students and field practitioners get an opportunity to uh, to talk to more than one person who does that and they'll say well i mean maybe if Maybe if two or more are uh, agreeable to this approach, there may be something to it. And, and I think that's what you're trying to get people to understand. And uh, that's what I'm trying to get people to understand. And that's what the, having uh, sessions like this uh, will, will convince people that, that, that there are more than one way to practice chiropractic. And, and, and this is the superiority or what we feel is the superiority of our, of our approach.
0: Yes, uh, I was taking notes while you were uh, bringing up so much valuable insight with uh, with that Joe, and uh, uh, it's yeah, really boils down to uh, the more chiropractors practicing in a similar manner the more standards of the profession we uh, can build upon each other. And so uh, spending time with each other and understanding why we do things and understanding how we do it and the steps to uh, practice in chiropractic um, is, is only going to build on the credibility uh, throughout, uh, throughout the country, throughout the industry uh, that uh, people want to, the chiropractic adjustment people uh, value chiropractors that can locate and analyze the spine for vertebral subluxation and they just uh, uh, are so, students are so busy in school and so full of academic uh, criteria for for getting through school that uh, this almost gets left uh, left in the dust per se. And, uh, you know, we don't have to go down that rabbit hole, but we can definitely open up the, the first question uh, to how did you get involved with all your years of educating students i mean if you want to give us a quick background or just uh just an overview i have one year books back here joe joe was part of uh, a school actually um so you were you were involved with the education uh more than any uh practicing chiropractor probably that that are around right now give us the overview of what it was like or what got you involved
1: yeah, I, I just, what came to my mind is, is the th- thought and the, uh, the saying that uh, a, in, in fact, he was a Northwestern uh, graduate, uh, once said that, uh, you know, chiropractic uh, is, is the only profession that, uh, and talking about chiropractic education, uh, chiropractic is the only profession where uh, the practitioner uh, can get through school. And if he's willing to learn something afterwards.
0: <laughs> yes. I think,
1: I think that's what uh, many, most chiropractors, many chiropractors, unfortunately, have to uh, have to do. Uh, I was fortunate enough to learn chiropractic in chiropractic school, uh, the school that I went to uh, just happened to have a, a fellow named uh, Reggie Gold, who was the the instructor in school. So I heard it uh, every day when he talked about the. Uh, uh, talked about the chiropractic philosophy, and uh, I have to say that uh, I really didn't really didn't fully understand and really didn't grasp that that philosophy altogether. In fact, I'm not sure that I still grasp it one hundred totally now. I'm still learning every day and uh, learning from uh, learning from students and learning from practitioners and people who I talk to, people like yourself. And I'm sure I'll pick up something today. Um, but I did learn in chiropractic school basically what the the fundamental principle of chiropractic was, and uh, I'm I'm forever grateful for uh, that and for what what Reggie Gold taught me in chiropractic school. In uh, I, it was in New York City where we, where I went to school. It's it's, it's now in in uh, up, upstate New York. I guess they yep. they moved. But uh, it's, still, it's called New York Chiropractic College, and it was called Columbia Institute at that time. Uh, but I guess they decided to change the name after they moved out of the midtown Manhattan, where I went to school, a little brownstone building. Wow. Where I learned, learned chiropractic uh, with Reggie Gold. And, Phenomenal. And uh, after that, they called it New York Chiropractic College when I moved out to the island. And now it's up in the uh, Finger Lakes region of New York, uh, still called New York Chiropractic College. And uh, but I learned my my at the at the foot of uh, Reggie Gold, and uh, I, uh, I I'll be forever grateful for for that education that I had, and and the and the the ability to have that to get that education while I was still in school. Like I said, I'm not sure I really. Uh, fully understood it. You know, even when I come out from a field practitioner, I came from a family of chiropractors. Uh, but my, uh, my uncle who was the uh, first chiropractor in the family, he, uh, he went to, uh, that that same school. Reggie was not the uh, philosophy instructor at the time. Yeah. And he learned chiropractic a little differently and I'm not sure he, uh, he grasped it like I did, but uh, uh, and I'm not sure uh, anybody has really grasped it. And, and like I said, I didn't even grasp it myself. In fact, my first semester, Reggie used to have his his wife, uh, who was a uh, uh, she was a, a
0: nurse
1: nurse, right? Yep. And she used to she used to uh, <clears throat> mark his final exams. And, uh, so I took the first final exam and I got, uh, I got a, a C on the, a, a, on the final exam. And, uh, again, and I, I understood later that a C meant that, uh, that was, uh, what he gave everybody who, <laughs> no matter what, who you were, uh, he gave everybody a C and, uh, meant I didn't, I really hadn't grasped the philosophy after that, uh, I got I guess I I got what they would call the big idea after that and uh, and and got uh, straight as after after that first semester so I did did grasp it because the first semester I was really kind of regurgitating mostly what I'd learned chiropractic to be prior to that point and uh, and then I began to explain it the way uh, the way it was taught me in chiropractic school and uh, that's what I've been uh, practicing and, and teaching ever since then. Uh, but uh, it took me a, a semester to, uh, to really get the big idea and be able to, uh, to communicate it uh, back to the instructor and and, after, and later on to uh, the students who I taught and uh, chiropractors who I've come in contact with ever since then. Uh, so it, it was and still is a learning experience for me and uh uh but i am forever grateful for for reggie to reggie for uh for teaching me that and presenting that idea of chiropractic to me and and finally learning it and grasping it and uh, and my chiropractic has changed over the years uh but i think that all it really has done has has been refined and correct uh, and, and uh and that's what that's what I've endeavored to do for these these years that I've been in practice to, to refine it uh, more. And uh, in fact, uh, I, I, one one of my books is called "Refined by Fire." Yeah, yeah. And, and I think that was uh, when I tried to explain the the refinement process that chiropractic has gone through since 1895, when there was one chiropractor and. Uh, one uh, chiropractic uh patient and uh he uh he gave chiropractic to that person but it has been refined uh since then and uh and i and i think that uh probably will be refined even even more uh by people like you thank uh, you. Because, because i'm one of the people who's who's passing from the scene and uh Every day I realize I'm getting closer to that passing from the scene. But uh, hopefully people like you will continue uh, to carry it on and uh, and it will make a a difference in this profession. So uh,
0: thank you. I appreciate that. We
1: uh, that's the preamble to my. (laughs)
0: presentation today. <laughs> no, that was perfect. And uh, I was taking notes along the way so I could remember where I'd like to take the next question. but before I dive into that, I you and I were discussing even before this uh, uh, interview that we shared uh, the first introduction I was introduced to you through Reggie Gold. So for those who haven't uh, listened to any of Reggie's audios, or, um, you know, read his one small publication of the Triune of Life, you definitely need to look into uh, trying to grasp all that Reggie (coughs) wanted to share. And I felt like, from my understanding of reading your blue books that uh, you used Reggie as a teacher and you uh, used his inspiration to share the message of chiropractic uh, through your books and writing all that and refining it throughout the years. But before we dive into your books, I want, you know, we have students that listen to this, the student of chiropractic, which includes even a practice in chiropractor for that nature, because I'm still constantly trying to refine how how I approach chiropractic care with my members in my practice. And, um, and, you know, the question that I would love to open up to you and it might take us a a little while to answer it, but, um, but maybe not uh, is you, you mentioned that you grasp the big idea. And for those students that um, have heard the big idea uh, in a green book, by BJ Palmer, uh, BJ Palmer never really defined what the big idea was. And there's stories that Reggie would even pass the halls uh, at Palmer and talk to BJ about, uh, you know, the big idea and what that really was. You've written about it in your blue book, so I challenge all of you listening to go out and uh, search for it. And I forget which volume it is or which book it is that you talk about. It probably one of the chiropractic philosophy volumes but for those who are here right now listening, Joe, what is the, the big idea?
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know, BJ, I, I think he, BJ used to t- uh, take a, had a cigar in his mouth and he'd take that cigar out and he, he kind of, kind of did it with a twinkle in his eye. He'd say to the student who is, well, what's the big idea? Uh, he'd say, you know, You'll you'll know it when you when you hear it, and, uh, and, I, and I think who is the uh, who is the uh, Supreme Court justice when they were discussing the issue of uh, of pornography. He said, uh, "You know, I I know it when I see it. <laughs> and, and when you when you see chiropractic, uh in your mind's eye, or or you when you see chiropractic with your with your innermost being, with your heart, uh, then you and you see it. Then you say, "I know it now." And I think that uh, it's chiropractors have to have uh, some kind of an experience with chiropractic in order to uh, understand what chiropractic truly is. And I think that uh, most of the time, chiropractic is. A, people practice chiropractic in what they consider the traditional way, and unfortunately, the traditions of chiropractic have changed over the years. Uh, in fact, it was Reggie who tell, used to tell the story about uh, a f- family that the, the husband watched the wife, and she cut cut a piece of hand off one end and off, off the other end, and 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 then she put the can in, in the put the uh, ham in the, uh, on the oven, in the oven to, uh, to cook. And uh, he'd say, well, why are you cutting one, each end of the ham uh, before you put it in the oven? And she said, well, that's what my mother always taught me to do. And, uh, and so, he, so he went to the mother and asked her, and she said, well, that's what my, aunt, my mother always taught me to do. And he went to the grandmother. Finally, he went back as far as he could go and everybody told him, Well, that's what you always do. You cut each end of the ham off. And uh and then uh, he, he finally went back as far as he could go with the with the, the great aunt and the the great great grandmother and couldn't go any further. And finally uh she said that uh, she said, Well that's we do it that way because the 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 pan that we had to cook it in that was that was that was, that was <laughs> as big as it was. So I had to end off of it, and we realized that it, you, when you understand that that story, uh, you understand that the chiropractic the, the tradition traditional approach to chiropractic just tends to change. You know, maybe maybe in small ways, but it tends to change uh, over the years, and and that becomes the traditional approach to chiropractic. And so uh, we know that chiropractic has changed over the years, and unfortunately, some of it is not not necessarily for the better, but chiropractic has changed. And so what we're trying to do is get back to the, uh, the reform chiropractor, refine chiropractic back to its, its basic tenets. and, uh, and that's what uh, that I've done. Uh, one of my books was, was uh, it's in fact, it's not even a chiropractic book. Uh, it's called "The Nature of Man," and in that's in which I you know, go into d- different perspectives of of what, of what chiropractic is and what my the, the chiropractic philosophy that I have and how it uh, how it it, it it coincides with my my philosophy of life and uh, and and my my belief system. And, uh, you know, everybody can have a different, people can have a different belief system. And surely we have, have a lot of chiropractors that have different belief systems. And uh, I, I, you know, I, I believe that mine is, is the approach because of, of the way that I practice it. And it was my, my life, uh, life principle before I even got into chiropractic uh, and I just carried, carried it through and realize that it coincides with, uh, with how I, how I practice
0: chiropractic. Yeah. And, uh, for those who haven't, uh, completed all the, the books that or finished reading all the books that Joe has written in his blue book collection, um, I would love to open up, and and dive into the dialogue um, to um, maybe uh, plug plug the b- books a little bit here and upsell all the time and years you've poured into these books. Uh, let's open up with the question here: Did you ever envision when you wrote your first book that you would have a collection of them for students of chiropractic or uh, other chiropractors to read? Did you see? the end goal of where you were taking this, or did you just start writing and one book after the next just kind of came to you and you just had to do it?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think I, I started off with, with, with the first book uh, which was chiropractic philosophy. And that was the book that, uh, that was based upon uh, my uh, understanding of of, uh, Stevenson's chiropractic textbook, which was the only book in, that it was, that was written on the chiropractic philosophy, uh, up until the time that, uh, that I wrote my first book. And in, uh, ni- 1992 I published that first book because I, I came from a, a background of, uh, Clergymen. And there are a lot of clergy in in the uh, in, that came in, into the chiropractic profession or came through the chiropractic profession uh, th- that were uh, influenced by their theological positions and uh, and and were influenced by chiropractic. Reverend Weed, who was the individual who, who really named chiropractic. Um, by the the the, uh, the, the greek basis yep. for chiropractic yep. and then uh and then uh, other uh craven or and there were other people who got who were drawn to chiropractic uh from a theological position and so uh I, I think my, my first book was Chiropractic Philosophy. I just took uh, Stevenson's book and decided to, uh, to put it into words and language that was, I think, more understandable. Uh, language changes over the years. And from 1927, when that first book was written, when Stevenson wrote his first uh, chiropractic textbook, uh, and and published it uh, to 1992, uh, the language has changed. And a lot of uh, things that, uh, well, we know that even words that were used in 1992 or uh, 1927 have changed since 1992. And that's one reason why I wrote uh, Chiropractic Philosophy just to, in order to update it and as I wrote it, and based upon my understanding of chiropractic and the background that I had, um, I, like I say, I have I have a lot of uh, ministers in my family, and in fact, we used to have a situation where at uh, at Christmas and Easter, Easter time, we got together and we would have. Uh, the chiropractors with the one philosophy on one side, and the other, and chiropractors with a different philosophy on the other side, and the ministers in the family would would be the uh, uh, the individuals who were more refereed the family discussions that went on. Uh, but we always had a, had a good relationship with the, among the family uh, because we had that that family unity that uh, that when we had different viewpoints from a chiropractic philosophical standpoint, we still had that family unity. We are able to uh, ignore or, or, or supersede or overcome the differences that we had philosophically. And I still have uh, uh, family members who are in, in chiropractic, uh, who I feel chiropractically, uh, I, if we can use that word, uh, chiropractically, I, I disagree with them, but they're, they're still my cousins, yeah, and yeah. Uh, and, uh, and we overlooked that, and I and I think that uh, that's caused me to uh, be a little more mellow in my approach to chiropractors and say, okay, they uh, they have a different philosophy than I do, but maybe it's because they have a different understanding uh, than I had have, and uh, and but they're still uh, chiropractic brothers, and I. Yeah. have have disagreements with philosophically uh on on different issues as far as chiropractic is concerned uh, but like whether it's technique or whether it's whether it's in the philosophy or how we define certain words but there's still chiropractors and we have that unity and i think we should endeavor to communicate with each other correct and to uh to break down those barriers and uh, if we can can agree on on certain principles and certain fundamentals. Correct.
0: Yes. I, I, I'm growing in my understanding of that as well and uh, have uh, grown to love to appreciate differences because it's an opportunity to build on uh, refinement, like you have said, because if there's a disagreement, then there's got to be an opportunity to uh understand and clarify where that disagreement's coming from. So um, let me ask you this here, and we'll wrap this conversation up here with kind of like a segue to that last question, which is where do you see uh, where do you see uh, the next wave of refinement within the profession uh, being focused on, um, or maybe picking up where you're leading off and handing the baton off in the refinement of the philosophy or the writings or the education? Where is it going for the profession?
1: Well, I think I think anybody who who has a possession a, a, the position. That chiropractic is um refined, being refined, and will continue to be refined, um probably assumes that uh that they've reached the ultimate and uh where they've reached the ultimate and, and perhaps they have uh, where they are. And so um I'm not willing to to admit that because I think there are people who are constantly uh creating uh, new ideas and new perspectives and uh and i and i think that will that' will continue to happen and uh <clears throat> you know maybe maybe i've uh, i've reached the 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 point where where i've Carried that baton as far as I can take it, and uh, handed it off to somebody else. I don't know where the next person who's going to do it is 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 going to hand it off, or where, where he's going to, uh, what changes he's going to make, and uh, I'm just just thankful that there are people who who are uh, willing to take the baton, uh, if we use that analogy, that I'm. Handing off to them, and uh, are are not willing to uh, to say that th- this is the ultimate of chiropractic, and uh, there are so many areas, uh, and and I and I think that you have you you are developing one of those areas that can that can uh, be beneficial to the profession and be beneficial to the public and the people we serve in chiropractic, um, I'm not sure that I have refined it as much as, uh, I, I think I refined it as much as I, I possibly can at this point in my life. And uh, uh, I'm not sure that I refined it as much as it can be refined, uh, or in what ways it can be refined. And I think there are people like yourself who are, willing to carry on uh, the process of refining it further and, and clarifying it more. And whether that's by the written word or by what they say to, to people or how they practice chiropractic or the, uh, the the philosophy that they are developing or the art that they have uh, are teaching uh, or the science of chiropractic. But I think there are certain limits that we have as far as chiropractic is concerned and that uh, we need to stay within the certain limits and refine them further um it's like um it's like the idea we we talk about the idea i think rich has talked about the idea of uh people being in the woods you know you can you can walk halfway, and then after that you're walking out correct Uh, I think that what we're attempting to do in chiropractic, uh, in, in this approach to chiropractic, is make sure that we stay within the center of the woods, but maybe um, maybe be climbing a tree in the center of those woods, and you, can, you, you have better perspective, a better viewpoint. And That's correct. A better, better sight of vision uh, if you're standing at the top of a tree rather than standing in the middle of the woods, uh, your, your vision is is pretty much limited in the middle of the woods, but if you're, if you climb with that tree, maybe you have a greater vision. And so we can see further, but it's still part of it's still within the forest. That's correct. I think, yep. that, I think that that's what uh, I'm hoping that the people who, who follow me uh, and, and people like yourself and, and others who will have, will be able to have a little bit more vision whether that vision is within the philosophy where the vision is within uh, the, the practice of chiropractic or or the scientific aspect of chiropractic. Uh, there'll be greater uh, knowledge and, and understanding and ability to uh, present and to uh, explain uh, chiropractic philosophy, art and the science in the future. And uh, and 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 for more people to be receptive to it, and uh, I received chiropractic from from my individual instructor who had a better perspective, than I think, than uh, uh, and, and people. Some people would disagree with me on this. You know, I, I think that uh, that he had a better perspective than did B.J. Palmer. And uh, and he was able to communicate that better. And maybe it was because B.J. Palmer was not as good a communicator as Reggie Gold, um, but uh, or maybe it's it just that the people who were listening uh, weren't hearing as uh, weren't hearing as well. Uh, but uh, I, I think, or maybe they didn't have uh, the the background or the understanding to enable them to hear hear that message as well as B.J. Palmer presented it. Uh, I ha- happen to think that, 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 that B.J. didn't really uh, explain chiropractic as well as Reggie did, or maybe he didn't. Uh, people who were listening weren't, weren't listening, as, weren't listening with open ears, uh, and that's why weren't, they weren't getting it. But I think that, that the more that we have people that are explaining chiropractic, philosophy and science and art uh, and relating that to the objective of chiropractic or the definition of chiropractic, uh, they, will, uh, uh, they will be better, effect, more effective in, in, their, in their presentation and it'll be more effective uh, for the public to uh, understand what chiropractic is and really appreciate it and and build, really have their life changed by by chiropractic uh, an understanding of chiropractic, and and that's what I'm looking forward to uh, that further refinement of of chiropractic by chiropractors, maybe some of which I don't even I've never even met yet, and, <laughs> and but I think there there may be people out there and 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 hopefully that chiropractic will be presented by them. We just have to make sure that we we do have certain lines that that uh, that uh, that that delineation and, and refinement uh, is within certain certain uh, defined defining lines and I think that we're in the beginning process of doing that and seeing at this point saying, well, chiropractic is this, but chiropractic is not anything else. And I think that's that's what I've endeavored to do over the, the past few years, actually, uh, when I really un- began to understand what chiropractic was and began to refine it a little bit more. Say, you know, it, sometimes refining it means saying what it is and what it's not. Correct. And we, we uh, I don't think we've really uh, understood what it is and what it is not. Uh, Correct. So, uh, we're, battling a part of the profession who says, well, we, we want to make chiropractic a part of the practice of medicine. And we say, no, we think that chiropractic has delineations and, uh, yep. and, and uh, we we really need to make sure that we don't go um, uh, a bridge too far. Yep. And I think that was the, that was an old war movie. Uh, called a bridge too far, and uh, we want to make sure that we don't try to cross a bridge that's too far for for us. And uh, and I think that uh, because we've, we 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 get into the practice of of medicine or therapeutic practices when we try to go a bridge too far, and uh, and we, we need to make sure that we're not doing that. And so that's what I've been endeavoring to do is is really clarify uh what we do and uh i think we we need we need to know what we should do and what we should do and uh, and that's what i've endeavored to do for right. the yeah. Last
0: and- year of life yeah that's and life and I, when I was listening to you, uh, give that answer, I, all I could think about is you just gave a cliff notes to all your books, uh, in a nutshell. So for those who haven't picked them up, pick them up. Uh, you can, you can access them or uh, purchase them right from your website, the chiro- chiropractic, uh, outside the box. Um, uh, just Google Joe Strauss and his website will pop up. Um, I applaud you for all the blood, sweat, and tears you poured into your love for the profession. It shows, uh, it, it is, uh, without, I, I, I don't think I could express my gratitude to you enough for, um, opening my eyes to the big idea of what, what, what's possible in practice. And for uh, people to come in to my practice and experience chiropractic, you really have to uh a grasp all that of the potential that's there and uh, your writings uh, were definitely part of the process of, of grasping it so I appreciate what you have done and what you're still doing even to spend this time with me on this uh, this podcast is uh it's it's great and so um i maybe uh maybe we'll get you back on for another one and we can open up the conversation in uh in a more detailed atmosphere on a different topic because i felt like we were just skimming the surface if if you agree and uh Yes, so let's uh, let's wrap this uh, podcast up with uh, uh, gratitude, appreciation for uh, being a chiropractor and all all you've done for the student of chiropractic. We appreciate you, Joe.
1: Well, thank you, and 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 thank you for the, for the opportunity to to share this with you uh, because it has been the most important the most important part of my life, and uh, and I've enjoyed. Uh, every minute of it and'm uh, I'm, I'm not practicing uh, anymore but uh, I still have thoughts I'm still thinking and, that's good
0: uh, we lo- we appreciate your thoughts we well, appreciate
1: my, probably the last thing to go uh, and, uh, and and as long as I still have my mind I'll still be considering sharing my thoughts with people good. and appreciating the opportunity to do that I, I, I appreciate. The opportunity that you've given to me to
0: thank you with you today. Let's make another one happen, all right?
1: Good, thank Thank you. Thank
0: you, yes. There you have it. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Let me know what you enjoyed with it by tagging us at today's tick on social media. This is your first episode. Please subscribe. Leave us a review. Reviews help us spread the message about chiropractic and the location, analysis, and correction of vertebral subluxation. Share this episode with your friends, classmates, and colleagues, and be a champion, be a hero, and send them this episode. You never know how far reaching something you think, say, or do today will affect the lives of millions tomorrow. BJ Palmer. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you on the next episode. information in this podcast is not intended to diagnose, mitigate, or prescribe the use of any technique as a form of treatment for any physical conditions, symptoms, or diseases. Directly consult with a qualified healthcare professional for any chiropractic or medical advice. And in addition to the benefits of chiropractic care, one should also be aware of the existence of some risk. Risks associated with chiropractic care may include soreness, musculoskeletal sprain, strain, and fracture. In addition, there have been reported cases of stroke associated with chiropractic care. Research and scientific evidence do not establish a cause and effect relationship between chiropractic care and the occurrence of stroke. Rather, studies indicate that people may be consulting chiropractors when they are in the early states of a stroke. In essence, there is a stroke already in process. However, you are being informed of this reported risk.